Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the book of Daniel. We're in chapter 7 right now. And we saw in the previous episode, verse 21, 22, something about uh, the saints. Listen to this. Daniel chapter 7, verse 21. I kept looking, Daniel says, and that horn was waging war with the saints and overpowering them (coughs) until... The Ancient of Days came, and judgment was passed in favor of the saints of the highest one. And the kingdom arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. You know, it's interesting because you read this, and you think, oh, man, this is great, and this is wonderful, and this is the way we've been reading, okay, because it is. But I have to wonder, how was this communicated to him? What was it that he was seeing that he saw that there was war being waged with the saints. What was it that he was seeing that he saw them overpowered? What was it that he was seeing that he saw the ancient of days come? He's already seen the ancient of days seated um, on the throne. In other words, was he getting this huge panoramic view of things that would back up and pick up an idea or go ahead and pick up another idea? Was he seeing something? And you actually see this a good bit in the scripture to where things are being telegraphed uh, very rapidly uh, over time. You know, how did it come about? He saw that judgment came when it was found in favor of the saints of the highest one. And at the time arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. We don't know exactly what it was, but this, remember, is the summary. This is the summary that the Lord led Daniel to give us as to what he saw and what it meant. Now, we continue, verse 23. Thus he said, and this is the being that's given the interpretation to Daniel, the fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom on the earth. Now, notice he'd already told him that the first three kingdoms were kingdoms that would arise from the earth. So now he's saying this fourth beast is a fourth kingdom that will be on the earth, which will be different from all the other kingdoms. Well, we know that because it was described that way by Daniel at the beginning, that this kingdom was different. It was utterly terrifying, extremely horrible. He just described it in so many ways. But this one will be different, continuing verse 23, and will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it. Now, folks, that right there is fairly forthright. Just think about this. This is what the interpretation of what this fourth beast is. It will be a fourth kingdom on the earth, which will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it. We already know that this fourth kingdom right here will crush the previous kingdoms. Okay, we'll subdue them. We're about to see that again, as a matter of fact, in the next verse. He's reiterating it. But what does it mean that it was different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it? The other kingdoms were limited. Okay, They were limited in scope. They were limited in size, though they were all fairly large kingdoms. Okay? But does it really mean it here when it says it will devour the whole earth? Or is it just the known whole earth of the day? Or is it the entirety of the earth? You know, uh, if somebody asked you this about 30 or 40 years ago, you might have said one thing. Because the problem then was we had a hard time imagining something ever being powerful enough to devour the whole earth. Nowadays, we have no problem (laughs) with believing that. 
None whatsoever. But that's, this is what we know about this fourth beast, about this fourth kingdom. It will devour the whole earth. It will tread down the earth. It will crush the earth. Now, again, people read this, and then they immediately want to jump off and say, okay, it must be this kingdom. It has to be this kingdom. It has to be like this kingdom. No, don't, don't do that yet. It's worthy, uh, a worthy exercise to know historical things, okay? It's good to do all that kind of thing. But when we sit here and try to superimpose something on top of something, so, okay, it has to be like this, 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 I think we rob ourselves of true insight. But the being keeps speaking, verse 24. As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom, this fourth kingdom, ten kings will arise, and another will arise after them, and he will be different from the previous ones and will subdue three kings. Well, this actually tells us some things, okay? We're getting some more detail about this. These horns speak of kings, and it comes out of kingdoms. What is a kingdom? A kingdom is the domain of a king. But as for this fourth kingdom, ten horns will come forth, ten kings will arise, and then there's going to be another king that will arise. That makes eleven. After them, this 11th king will be different from the previous ones. At this moment, we're not told exactly how he will be different. It just says he will be different. We know from what Daniel's already seen that he has a loud mouth. Okay, We know he's saying things against the. We know that he's warring against the saints. We also know that he rips the three horns out by the roots. It's interpreted right here. He will subdue three kings. Verse 25, let's read it and we'll be done for today. It gives us more insight. He, and that's speaking of this 11th king, this horn, he will speak out against the Most High. So he's going to be speaking against the Most High God and wear down the saints of the highest one. He's going to wear down the saints of the highest one. And he will intend to make alterations in times and in law. And they will be given into his hand for a time, times, and a half time. <laughs> Verse 25 right here starts to give us some serious stuff. So here's what we know about this particular king. And this king is the 11th horn, okay, that's on the fourth beast. Okay, He's going to speak out against the most high God. He's going to wear down the saints of the highest one. Well, we've already been told a while ago, or previously, in previous episode earlier, that uh, he would make war against the saints. Now, who are these saints? Saints means separated ones, means holy ones. When you read Revelation 12, you read a bunch of other stuff, you find out this is speaking of the true body of Christ, the true believers. And also, he'll be coming against the Jewish people. The Jewish people and true believers. I want to say the church, true believers are the church, but there are so many that are the fake church and the fraudulent church that as soon as something starts happening like this, they're going to bug out, okay? He's going to wear down the saints of the highest one, and then he's going to do this. He's going to intend to make alterations in times and in law. What does that mean? Hmm. He's going to make alterations in this in times, He's going to make alterations in law, and they will be given into his hands. Who's they? The saints of the highest ones. Okay. The saints of the highest ones and the Jewish people. They will be given into his hands for a time, times, and half a time. 
if this were all that the word said about it, you go, well, what does this mean? But, but the word actually says a lot more than this. We'll get to it sometime later maybe. What's this length of time, times, and half a time? I'm just going to tell you, okay? Uh, this times time is contextually driven. So you need to see what the context is. This speaks of a three-and-a-half-year period, a time, a year period. Times means at least two. Two plus one, three-and-a-half a time. Three-and-a-half years. This same time period is described in other portions of Scripture and in Daniel itself as 1,260 days, as 42 months, as three-and-a-half years. We will see a lot more about this as we go along, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, for your perseverance in the Word. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.